Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show. We are, as always, joined by Daniel Mulligan. Hey, Dan, how's it going? What's up, my man, buddy? How are you? Life is wonderful. And, uh, well, there's going to be a lot of challenges now around the world, especially in the world of international commerce, business, traveling, tourism, all that stuff, because they've been affected a lot by this whole coronavirus uh, panic thing. But fortunately, things are quite fine. I'm actually right now in Moscow, uh, basically, and uh, life is wonderful. We're having a good time, basically, and just got started. with the, You know, we had a lot of work as soon as I landed, like I had a lot of work to do. So fortunately, now things are much uh, more under control and uh, life is wonderful. We're going forward with all of our plans. Awesome. That sounds good. Um, now, we, we had a very special request from one of our uh, listeners who requested the subject. Now, um, so the subject goes about how to basically give youngsters direction, how to help them uh, develop skills and get into entrepreneurship quickly and fast. Um, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to go in deep and we're going to give um, uh, some view on this matter. Now, first of all, how, how old were you when you got into this uh, area? Well, quite frankly, that's what they say. Those who are a little bit of uh, misfits at a young age, extremely aggressive, probably not very easy to be led or controlled by the teachers, are the ones who tend to choose entrepreneurship at a very young age. I have to be one of those uh, basically people uh, because I simply did not see any possibility of me getting a typical job, if you will. So for me, it began at a very young age. Almost age of 17 was the first step where I you know, started you know, the early steps of entrepreneurship. And, and since age of 19, I've been full-time, uh, basically self-employed uh, since that age. So generally, for me, it began very early. And I think uh, because uh, that's, for me personally, a great opportunity because uh, it allowed me to go through a journey uh, that wasn't always uh, reliable, nor was it actually safe. But for the most part, it was a great experience that taught me a lot of things about life, about people, about uh, basically uh, emotions and how to master all of them on the path to entrepreneurship and success in this field. But ultimately, it was a great journey. And for me, it began at a very, very young age. So uh, basically, I've never had uh, you know a boss in my entire life, never. So just I was been, always been on my own. And it's not always that good, not always that uh, basically assuring because you want to, you know, occasionally, you know, at first you want to like have some mentorship. So I did have a lot of mentors who helped me learn the skills necessary. But then since I was on my own, I had to figure things out on my own by myself, step by step through trial and error. And here we are, basically. So life is good so far. And uh, I think it's a great decision. And if I had the chance to go back, I would do that all over again, basically. Awesome. This is amazing. Now, one of the things that I wanted to talk about with you is the notion. So I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you got into this organically. Yeah, you, nobody basically guided you or steered you toward <laughs> this path. Exactly. exactly. Okay, like, it enough. just happened because I had no other way. Right. Like I simply could not hold a job because it was just, it was just impossible. So I just got into it. And uh, they say those who cannot get a real job, they become entrepreneurs, right? And at that time, of course, things weren't as cool as they, I mean, right now, entrepreneurship is, you know, very cool. Like it's the, nat- uh, the latest trend. Right. Like, oh, it's so cool to be an entrepreneur. But uh, back then it was not at all like that. Like if you were a cool guy, you would just, you know, get a prestigious job or something, right? Uh, and, you know, you take the similar path. But for me personally, it just because it was, you know, probably because of my overall uh, value systems as a person and my outlook towards life that got me to this just organically, as you pointed to yourself, and very naturally. So uh, for me, it just happened. But I really believe that anybody can, you know, take that route if they really want to. 
Cool. All right. Uh, okay. So the reason I'm asking this because we're talking about now some steering uh, people in in a way or another to towards this uh, younger younger people. Now the reason I'm mentioning this because if anybody's listening to this, odds are that they're already thinking, contemplating, assessing options. So maybe not maybe not steered completely towards this program, this this entrepreneurship area, but uh, perhaps at least thought about it to a degree. Or maybe somebody like referenced this and was like, oh, look, you should listen to this. This is a good episode. Now, all of those two are possible, but essentially those are the people who have slightly more inclination to go towards this area anyways. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to focus this conversation a little bit because we can go like really wide and I want to go deep rather. So that's right. If uh, anybody like you're talking to a bunch of people who are contemplating their options, all right, what should I do with life? Should I go um, study this, study that, start this job or this endeavor, etc.? What is the first thing that comes to, to your mind? What, is, what are the first words that you would have for such a person? Wow. Well, this is going to sound a little bit counterintuitive, but my first advice is do not jump into entrepreneurship no matter how much you think you got what it takes to succeed. And that might seem like, well, well hold on, Skidana. You, you, you are telling us not to conserve right away. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because entrepreneurship is a long process. And more importantly, the good thing about entrepreneurship is that you don't have to just dive right in all the time. You, know, you don't have to put all of your time into it. So a lot of people, unfortunately, when they face with the challenges of the schooling system, the university, high school, getting to a good college, getting a good degree, they look at that and say, like, you know what? That's so hard. So it's so hard to get a degree and to then look for a job and then post your CV and then get, I don't know, an internship. It's so hard. I want to go, you know, just directly to the money. I want to go to entrepreneurship. But dude, you can't even compare the difficulties of these two things. I mean, there's nothing harder than being an entrepreneur. Like if you think of, if you have difficulty right now studying and passing exams and getting a degree and applying for jobs or taking part-time, you know, gigs or whatever, trust me. Entrepreneurship is going to be a lot harder than that. So uh, unfortunately, because people oftentimes, they say like, oh, well, school is difficult. I'm going to college now. I've gone to college for like three, four years now. I'm, I'm tired. I'm fed up, all those things. If you are going to feel tired by having such a, you know, structurized system of educational system of, you know, uh, let's say uh, undergraduate studies, then you will definitely go nuts once you're in the jungle of entrepreneurship where almost everything happens all the time. As a matter of fact, sometimes I actually wish that people would have appreciated some of the security and stability that comes with that route where things are a lot more predictable. I mean, entrepreneurship is a jungle, man. Like things can change like this. One event, uh, one socioeconomic event can change everything. Let's say right now, a lot of people who are, let's say, involved in certain safe and reliable careers, now they don't have to worry so much about the world politics or whether or not uh, this coronavirus outbreak is going to lead to shortage of, let's say, cer- certain cell phone or, I don't know, electronic material that could then be used in their stuff. So they're just doing their job, right? So my advice to the, especially the younger generation, because oftentimes uh, when we are young, we want to try a lot of things and we should try a lot of things. I think that's the best way to learn, right? But I feel like uh, people tend to somehow think that for them to succeed, they have to just, just drive right into entrepreneurship and go all in. That's a huge mistake. Number one, the, uh, it's tr- unfortunately because, you know, we have this uh, bias, this positivity bias, uh, by the facts say, I mean, if you look at the statistics right now, unfortunately, uh, more than 70% of all businesses 
that uh, basically gets started cannot last for one year. So not every business owner eventually sees the moment where their basically business actually, you know, takes off, right? And uh, there is a possibility of failure in a lot of businesses and ventures, and it's quite normal. It's part of entrepreneurship. Now, imagine you quit college or you quit even high school, and then all you do is you, tr you uh, throw everything down into entrepreneurship, right? What if things don't go the way you plan? What if you hit a major economic recession? What if things really get, uh, you know, difficult? So because of this, I really believe that for the younger generation, it's best for them to get into entrepreneurship gradually while still sticking to the traditional, you know, tried and true method of college, uh, CV, uh, internship, getting a job. Because uh, the good thing about entrepreneurship is, is that it's about your time and you can manage it and have it, you know, in your free time. So that's what, you know, for example, Gary V says, so instead of coming home and playing a Fortnite or Call of Duty, why don't you spend that time? to work on your entrepreneurial career, while in the morning you still go to college, you still you know, get your you know, degrees and all that, you try to get the job, and simultaneously in your free time, you start working on it. As a matter of fact, this was mentioned in the book Crush It by Gary Vee, and of course later his second book, Crushing It, and in both books he talked about the fact that young generations should not dive right into entrepreneurship because it's a long journey, and it's not just about you know, your uh, basically product or service, it's also about a lot of other factors, people, emotional intelligence, the ability to sell, to persuade, to deal with objections, to deal with the emotional difficulties of entrepreneurship and having no certainty. I mean, having expenses and you wonder like, all right, I mean, just put yourself in a situation right now where you're not sure whether or not you will hit the quota by the end of the month, but your costs are fixed. That takes, you know, an emotional toll on you. I mean, just imagine. Now, if you're working for somebody else, you don't have that emotional toll. And... Uh, the fact of the matter is that getting into entrepreneurship gradually will be a lot less emotionally taxing and a lot more satisfying because, you know, it's more like a game or like an adventure on the side that you have for yourself while still being able to, you know, do, do what you like to, you know, uh, basically enjoy yourself while paying the bills. Because, I mean, we're living on an economic planet, so you got to pay the bills, right? And if you, all you're doing right now is to put all of your savings and go into this business, so what will you do? If it fails, Brian Tracy says nothing works the first time, nothing works the first few times, as a matter of fact. And because of this, if you dive right into entrepreneurship from the very age, unless you are really, really built for this from the, you know, from the, let's say, uh, since the, the time you were born or something, then you are making a huge, huge mistake because that's not necessary. However, how about cutting back on a lot of your leisure activities? How about watching less TV series and playing a, few, a, lot, a little bit, perhaps less video games, not fooling around on social media so much and taking that time and instead focusing on gr uh, gradually starting your entrepreneurial career on the side so that you are not constantly worried about money and your social status and all those things. So that's why I believe the best path for youngsters is the gradual slow path, not the jumping and dive in right away because that unfortunately, will lead to a lot of emotional uh, basic difficulties. Uh, I myself have gone through that route. I dived basically literally right into it. And I should tell you that, of course, now I've gotten used to it. But when I was, you know, I don't know, 17, 18, 19 or 20, things were a lot tougher back then because I was not used to that world because I came from this world where everything is predictable. You're just going to do this, do that. And then all of a sudden you're in this jungle of entrepreneurship where everything can happen. There's no stability relationships do matter, politics does matter, things change, and then boom, your whole plan is no longer 
applicable. So because of this, I really believe that it's best to get into this gradually over time. All right, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, well, things you mentioned are actually quite quite relatable, I think, uh, for, for most people. Um, maybe not if you're in that age because you've not experienced much. Uh, you just experience one dimension, not a few dimensions. Um, for the most part, again, there are always exceptions, but for the most part, that's true. Um, now, I have two questions. You can choose which sure. one you want to answer first that's and true. then the second one. Um, so one is that uh, what set of skills initially are good to develop for somebody who wants to get into the to, could it, could it, could, wants to get into this uh, area. Now the second question is um, what are what so somebody might say, okay, all of this is good and nice, but what do I do? How do I start? What, what is the idea? What am I coming home working on working on instead of Fortnite? Uh, so you can choose which one to answer first, followed by the other. So first, I'm going to go with the first one, obviously, because that's very important. And that is the skills, because entrepreneurship is nothing more than your ability to uh, basically sell your product or service that either you have yourself generated or created or somebody else has done and then offering it to a marketplace. So entrepreneurship is nothing more than selling in the end. Right. So you want to sell. You want to sell yourself, your idea. And because of this. Your number one skill in entrepreneurship is influence. Are you capable of influencing the people, you know, the people around you? And most of us, especially when we're young, we don't know anything about influence, right? Because we've always been told what to do. So we haven't learned the skills. Now, some have that straight smart since a very young age. But for most of us, we have to learn that through practice and repetition. So the most important skill, therefore, when it comes to entrepreneurship is salesmanship. The ability to persuade other people influence them and get them to take action in a way that helps them as well as serves your basically cause and your business. So because of this, uh, I, I believe that people have to, especially at a very young age, should focus on their social skills. Unfortunately, that's a problem now because a lot of the youngsters now are just uh, staring at their phones all the time and they have even no uh, you know, real capacity in nonverbal communication. Uh, let alone other things like tonality, how to, how to pick your sentences, all those things. So the first thing I think is very important for the young generation to focus on, the most important skill is the skill to influence other people. And that, like all other skills, is learnable. And Brian Tracy says, if you can drive a car, you can sell. And you can learn how to sell because that's the basics. The foundation of entrepreneurship comes down to sales. Now, sales itself can be made redundant if you're good at you know, marketing and branding. Because in that case, the, the job of selling will be done for you through marketing and branding. That's the next skill. So are you capable of basically marketing yourself? Are you capable of branding yourself? Because understand that the majority of small business nowadays in the world, they are focusing on using personal branding to sell their products and services. So are you someone who is capable of branding yourself and being known for something? Uh, these are very important skills, these social skills that, if taken for granted, can ruin your business. Now, you are saying, well, I just don't have to worry about that. I just I work in the tech field and I have to sell bitcoins, for example, or something. It doesn't really matter. Whatever product or service you have to sell, it is about people. Entrepreneurship is not about procedures. It's not even about who is right or wrong, because entrepreneurship is about emotions, feelings and people. And because of this, you need to become a lot more right brain thinker because the whole left brain thinking process that we have in schooling system cannot help us very much 
in uh, succeeding as entrepreneurs because you need to learn to feel. So uh, certain uh, emotional qualities like empathy, like understanding other people, like understanding your own emotions and explaining things verbally well, using your body language well, tonality, uh, sticking to a specific idea, knowing what you want. These emotional qualities, which by the way are the same as that of leadership, can actually help you in becoming a better entrepreneur. And that's the most important thing. And other than that, other emotional skills that are quite important in entrepreneurship are the skills of resilience because entrepreneurship is not like, you know, you do the work and then you get paid. It's not like going to the farm. It's like, imagine you go to the farm and then two days later there's a storm and everything is destroyed. This is the world of entrepreneurs. So there is no guarantee that your effort will yield results. So what would you do when after all you've put on the line and you've done the whole things and you've uh, you know, tried your very best and boom, all of a sudden doesn't work? That's when you need resilience to say, all right, so we learned something new. Let's try again. This is a very, very important emotional quantity that has to be mastered by entrepreneurs if they want to actually you know, make it as entrepreneurs. And other than that, of course, it's a great knowledge of modern technologies and social media. I mean, it doesn't matter how persuasive you are and how great your idea is. If nobody knows you, no one's going to buy from you. No one's going to you know, understand. So the, the, the other skill is the skill of promotion. And now, thanks to the internet, the social media, and a variety of other tools, it's so much easier now to promote yourself than it's ever been, and a lot cheaper too. And because of this, uh, you want to actually understand that promoting yourself should become a habit if you want to be an entrepreneur. You can't you know, go under the radar, as uh, Grant Cardone says. Anybody who tries to go under the radar will remain under the radar and on the boots of the other performers and players in the field who are uh, over the radar. It's just the way it is. And the very best uh, selling products in the world are not necessarily the best products. Right now, think of what are the highest selling anything in the world? The highest selling, I don't know, uh, cars, the best selling, I don't know, devices, gadgets, I don't know, the best selling, the most expensive neighborhoods and when it comes to real estate. The best selling things in the world are not necessarily the best, you know, and the highest quality of things. I mean, if that was the case, Coca-Cola would not be a major, you know, international business, right? And that's, there's nothing healthy about that at all. There's nothing good about it, but it sells well because it's been linked to a lot of cool things. Like when you see the advertisement of Coca-Cola, you see all these young, healthy, uh, basically teenagers who are running in, on the sand with great, amazing, healthy bodies as they look at the camera and start drinking that Coca-Cola. Well, the people who really drink a lot of Coca-Cola don't look like those uh, cute, handsome teenagers. They instead look extremely obese, probably diabetic, and very, very fat, you know, slow to move. But that's not what we see. This is called marketing and branding. So because of this, I'm not promoting to start selling bad stuff because that's unethical. But what I'm saying is promotion is what gets you, you know, the results. And if you want to make it as an entrepreneur, you have to understand that promotion matters. That the people that know you, the number of people that know you, like you, respect you, and want to buy from you is proportional to you, you know, your success. And finally, being able to have self-esteem and self-confidence. The path to entrepreneurship is not an easy one. Once you put yourself out there, once you start stopping under the radar and you start moving out and put yourself out there, you are going to attract criticism. You're going to attract haters. You're going to attract problems. Uh, you're going to attract uh, unwanted attention. And uh, we call them naysayers and haters and all that stuff. So how will you deal with that? 
So having that self-esteem to work on that is also an important skill. So as you've seen so far, uh, Pujiks, it's all about emotion and emotional intelligence. And that is the number one skill of entrepreneurship. And once you learn these things and then combine them with promotion, sales, and marketing strategies, then over time, you will learn the tricks and become better and better at it, basically. And how about the, uh, would you like to go ahead and review your second question? Sure, yeah. So the second part of the question, rather the second question was, so, okay, all that good and said, I go get my skills and all that. You say, come home instead of Fortnite, work on, work on your, uh, you know, uh, idea. And like, where do I even start? What is the idea? How do I get that? That is the question. Very well. So having ideas, I really believe that when it comes to succeeding as an entrepreneur, uh, doing what you love really matters. So uh, people who make it in business are not always, but often the ones who have chosen a field that deeply interests them and that they find important. So if you believe in something, whatever it is, could it be physics, could be education, could be health and fitness, could, whatever it is, right? If that cause is important for you, you will do well. So when it comes to choosing your business, you might you have two options. That's what you know, most people do. Some people say like, what is the best selling you know, trend right now? Oh, well, Bitcoin is doing pretty well, or I don't know, uh, this type of advertising is pretty good. You see, if you want to pick your career based on a trend or what is currently doing well in the marketplace, then I got a bad news for you. All trends are temporary. And they, they are cyclical. So whatever is high and it today will be forgotten tomorrow. And of course, don't be, don't be disappointed. It's, it's going to come back after, after a while, right? So if you pick a field solely based on what is it and what is cool and what is the latest thing, then what will you do when you're doing what you don't like and then the trend disappears? Very simple. You're going to give up. And once you give up, it's all gone, right? So because of this, I believe that if you want to start any business or you want to become an entrepreneur, you must surround your ideas and plans uh, based upon whatever it is that you find meaningful, interesting, and that truly attracts your attention. It is very important. In one of my videos, I mentioned that uh, ask yourself, in which field do I want to be the best? That's very important. In which field do you want? I mean, right if you're listening to us, in which field do you see yourself as being, if not the best, one of the best players? Again, not immediately, but in the long run, 10, 20, 30 years, 40 years from now, in which field do you want to see yourself as one of the main experts, if not the expert? In which field do you want to be known as having the biggest passion, desire, and zest? These are all important factors. And if you don't know what they are, then choosing a business like, well, my friend just opened a restaurant. Well, are you into food and things? What if you actually don't care so much? What if you, you know, the food has been put in front of you by your mom since you were a kid and you never even looked at what it is. You just ate it all, right? So you're not going to enjoy, you're not going to enjoy talking to your clients about their complaints that, oh, my, there was a little bit too much salt. And they're like, come on, man, just eat it up, man. And of course, you will lose the other restaurant owner who truly loves food and cooking all those things, right? And the same thing applies to any other field. Because the moment you start a business, you will then have to solve lots of problems. But not all businesses solve the same problem. Now, certain pr problems are you know, common among all businesses, like, I don't know, like taxations and paying for the staff and all those things. But different businesses have different clients, offer different services and products, and they have a different you know, environment and culture. So by choosing 
a field that truly interests you, you put yourself uh, on the side of the angels because now all of a sudden you are capable of competing because you know what you want and because you will not give up on your field once the market goes down. Can you say, well, what should I go? What do something else? I like this thing, right? And that allows you to stay in the market. You know, they say it's not timing the market that matters; it's time in the market. Because a lot of people need for like, let's time. We should time the market right now. Now's a good time to sell or buy. No, it's not timing the market that matters; it's time in the market that matters. So the longer you can stay in any business, the more successful usually it gets. Because most businesses cannot last for more than a year. Let's be honest. Most businesses are boom done after a year, right? So because of this, you want to choose a field based upon what you truly like. And you're saying, well, but Dan, all I like is Fortnite. Well, do you know that right now there are so many businesses surrounding the Fortnite? There are so many, for example, people who are selling their Fortnite accounts uh, for a profit, and then they're exchanging some of these things and V boxes. I hear some kids talk about these things, or even some professional, uh, you know, Fortnite players. So whatever your interest might be, whether it's traveling, whether it's gaming, whether it's technology, whether it's academia, education, leadership, whatever it is, you can always create a business about that or at least as relevant to it as possible. And that, I think, is the right approach in this case. Excellent. Now, uh, we're gradually coming to the end of their, our program, so I want to give you the time to sum up. If we left anything out you want to talk about, go for it. Definitely. So first of all, what a great topic. And I want to thank uh, one of our listeners who asked this question about this uh, episode. Today, we talk about entrepreneurship for the young generation and how they can actually decide uh, to become an entrepreneur. And I mentioned that it's much better for them not to dive into entrepreneurship and right away and instead try to uh, gradually get into entrepreneurship while still following that traditional path of school and then university and then, you know, internship, because that gives them uh, the best of both worlds. They have the security that comes from that traditional path, but instead of wasting their time, I don't know, uh, binge watching Game of Thrones, they can actually instead work on running a business on the side gradually until they see, first of all, whether or not they are made for it. I believe that not everybody is meant to be an entrepreneur. No matter how cool it might seem to be an entrepreneur, not everybody is meant to do it. Just like nobody is meant to be a professional athlete or a singer or a dancer or a musician because entrepreneurship is a lifestyle. And maybe this lifestyle does not suit certain people because of their personality and behavior. So I'm not looking forward to seeing everybody become an entrepreneur. I don't think that everybody should be an entrepreneur. But generally, people who have a certain tendency, they t uh, make good entrepreneurs. So, for example, I, was, I put this on my story a while back, and I, just, I you know, referred to smoking. So a lot of kids, they uh, simply smoke because they want to say, I'm, I'm, I'm an adult. So if you're the kind of person who has this huge desire to prove yourself to other people, to say, like, I'm, I'm an adult then you probably have the emotional inclination to, uh, that, it, that, it, that is required to be a good entrepreneur because many entrepreneurs share that trait. But that doesn't mean that everybody should be an entrepreneur, right? That's the whole point. So uh, to know whether or not you're built for this and you're good for this, so you should simply take the path of uh, balance, which means you follow the same path, but at the same time, you try to maintain your options and then try to also gradually run a business on the side to see if it works or not. And... Then we talk about the skills required to be a good entrepreneur, and that was mainly about your emotional skills, the ability to feel well, to influence other people, to understand them, to have empathy, uh, to sell, and above all, to promote. And if you are too shy to promote yourself, to put yourself out there, and if you're afraid of the haters and naysayers, 
then I'm sorry, you can't have a future as an entrepreneur because no entrepreneur is going under the radar, right? And the skill, the discipline to promote yourself well itself are very important. And finally, we discussed how we can actually uh, focus on uh, creating a business surrounding what we like. So if you really don't know what you like, keep thinking and ask yourself, what are some things I like right now? Say, well, I like to play Fortnite and I like to be on social media all, all the time. Well, that's a waste of time. No, if you really like social media so much, if you want to spend all day long on Facebook and Instagram, then why not become a blogger and why not become an influencer on social media? If you really, really love basketball, then why don't you become a blogger about basketball? Uh, if you really like, I don't know, airplanes, why don't you become, I don't know, there are many ways to run a business. Why don't you supply, I don't know, for, perhaps uh, uh, air part or airplane parts to other countries. There are many ways around turning your passion into a profession. And of course, the key here is creativity. And we discuss all these things today to help uh, hopefully our listeners decide when it's time to become an entrepreneur. That's awesome, man. Uh, it was amazing. We talked about a lot of cool stuff. Um, now, uh, I'd like to thank you for taking the time and talking My to pleasure, us as buddy. always. And I want to thank our listeners, and especially those who become part of us and give us ideas, give us feedback. We love to hear about it. Please do. Please uh, give more feedbacks. Give your uh, topic suggestions that you're looking forward to hear. Um, now, at the end of this program, I want to thank you all of you, even if you didn't give us feedback or, uh, you know, the topic ideas and hope to see you on a different episode on a different day. Have a good one.